What time is it? The, the mic really picks up the, the pocket can watch. Can you hear the pocket yeah. watch on the mic? Okay. You really, is it, is really it a can. legit pocket watch? Right, I'll save this for the show. This is the Dark Side Records and Gallery Podcast. Okay. I'm recording it, so you <laughs> might as well just roll with it. Mike Zapsik. Yep. There you go. You can, you can be Ming Chen. <laughs> this doesn't mean anything to me. <laughs> He's not into the podcast world as deep as we are. I listen to two show. podcasts. It's a show. I don't, I don't show. listen to podcasts. Oh, I only know them uh, from the Smodcast podcast. Right. Oh, I've right. never seen the show. The show is basically the podcast, it's basically but the it's podcast them the doing the stuff the they're room. talking about. So it's like looking at. It's in the comic four, book four comic book right, salesmen. Uh-huh. Yes, it would you, be can, like, you can say what you really think. Dark it's like looking at four ugly, ugly nerdy. Man. Yep. In one like little Asian guy. Comic book obsessed yep. people. Yep. Exactly. And Kevin Smith. I already checked out. <laughs> <laughs> I've literally moved on to other things. I've already checked out. All right, so uh, I guess that's our, well, our intro for, for today. Right, We're, and I think the key thing is not to be too serious. And I know that's difficult for... You want to keep this in the podcast, what you're saying right now? Well... We were, I moved are on. Are you on the we're record? In, we're are you on, no. on the record? This is the take. This no. No, you fucking dick. Are we doing, are we doing intros? He said no editing, so this is it. We're, we clearly haven't gotten there yet. We clearly have not gotten there. No one knows who's talking right now. Welcome, everyone, to the Dark Side Records and Gallery podcast. Hey. Hello. Let's, uh, I guess we'll go around for people who don't know... We're sitting in a circle, so it's easy to go around. Are we recording right now? We are recording. This, this is it. This, you, uh, the one who it. sounds <laughs> clueless, is Daryl. And he's the new guy, so he's okay to be clueless. So we'll just go around and we'll say who each of us are. Um, well, how's about this? JJ, why don't you give us a little background on this whole project, Darkside Records in general, and who you are? Uh, well, Darkside Records started about four years ago now. We started in the beginning of January 2011. In January 2011, I believe that the project started in October, four years ago. Uh, technically, even earlier than that. There was, you know, many moons ago. We uh, <laughs> like a coon's age. We used to, we Roberto and is I. That too sounds so awkward podcast? coming out of your yeah, mouth. Is that? I'm sorry. <laughs> Roberto and I are from the Albany area, and uh, I had this idea years ago, and we uh, used to drive around Albany and surrounding areas, <laughs> looking at vacant buildings, going, "Yeah, that might be a good record store." Uh, the first thing was the name, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I had the name, and um, I don't know where inspiration comes from, but it happens. Who knows where ideas come from? They just appear. Yeah. You stole that line. I did from Empire Records, another inspiration for our project. That was Roberto talking. That, yeah, this is, this is Roberto <laughs> talking right now. I think we all have very distinct voices, so I think everyone's going to know who's talking once they've heard us. Who are, who are you? I don't know. I, am I Ming Chen this time, or... No, you're yourself. You should oh, make oh, Asian yeah. jokes, dude. It's inappropriate. <laughs> I, I'm Daryl, and uh, you're, you're at two strikes already I'm, on this. I'm whole sorry. Thing. You, uh, well, this thing is taking a nosedive for the first ten down. seconds. So this is uh, Nickelback, Darren. <laughs> Nickelback, Darren. Uh, yep. And Fix I'm, it, or we're unplugging I'm, you. I'm the I'm the new guy. I'm I'm just the newest one of of the four, and uh, I have the least beard growth of the four as well. Which uh, interesting observation? Yeah, it is true. Yeah. I mean, Roberto has a shorter beard, but his beard is fuller. It comes uh, in quick. It matches well with the vest. Interestingly, the vest. today he has been to New York City Comic Con. Mm-hmm. It's true. So he's currently dressed in a felt-looking vest. He could be begging for cheese in an 1800s play. <laughs> 
or he could be traveling around the world in 80 days. I'm not sure which and one it is. He also seems to have colored his hair gray. Which is mm-hmm. in contrast to his receding hairline. Now, see, I didn't want to mention that because I'm not, I don't see Roberto's hair very often. I was afraid he had gone gray, and I didn't want to point it out if he's sensitive about it. Well, I've known him for years now. And- <laughs> for bloody <laughs> terrible. Uh, yeah, I, I am uh, actually dressed like one of the many doctors from Doctor Who. From Grey's Anatomy. I thought you were in a 19th century detective. I thought you were Latino Doctor House. Wait, I... I- I thought you were a gold miner. <laughs> what are we doing here? All of those things could be could be accurate. Uh, and you, sir, the guy holding the microphone with the laptop yes. and the fancy equipment. I'm JB. Uh, that's it. I'm JB. <laughs> You're just JB. In I, some messages today, you referred to as BJ. Where? That was my fault. <laughs> oh, wait, in our dark side messages? I, I don't really pay attention when I'm typing. Was the phrase and, uh, JB's BJ used? No, it was uh, BJ's <laughs> going to be late. <laughs> and ironically, BJ and was when, the first one here. <laughs> and when isn't a BJ late? BJ came quick. <laughs> How am I supposed to segue from that? Where? What's the transition from that? <laughs> Your turn. Ah, oh, shit. Pepperidge Farm remembers. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so anyway. Shut the fuck up, Dale. You're at your element. <laughs> So, so Darkside Records is an independent record store on Main Street in Poughkeepsie, New York. Fact. Um, uh, you're supposed to jump in and help me out here. I'm just trying to think of background so people get an idea for what this podcast is all about. We have a logo. It's green and black. I, I this it. is audio. <laughs> they can't <laughs> see the logo. Well, they're going to see the I'm logo. I'm going to work it into the Yeah, artwork. it's going to be in there. Uh, into the track yeah. artwork mm-hmm. for this. I think you owe me an uh, apology. JB BJ is also uh, our graphics guy. Graphic so, design. Mm-hmm. For those listeners out there who see cool signs and advertisements, it's usually him. It's also who they know to yell at when the artwork is all screwed up for this podcast. Or when the phone number is wrong. Or yes. yeah, The best true. part is when you send it to the print shop and the print shop tries to call you using the phone number on the flyer and calls some random person who has no fucking idea what is being talked about and then has to Google our phone number to call and tell us that the flyer we just paid to print is printed wrong not that we're saying anyone did that i just want to put it i'm the only one laughing at that that to me is so goddamn funny i thought it was really funny and i went in there and actually thanked him because i thought that was the best way to get the point across (laughs) nice uh free plug daniel at prime print good Mm -hmm. guy Mm -hmm. great guy free plug thorough very thorough free plug he dialed the wrong number is that a thing we can do? Can we I start? If somebody wants to pay for a plug, I imagine we would take their money. It's not going to do them you all a lot would of good. Probably be insane to offer to pay for this at this point in time. Weirder things have happened. Mm-hmm. That is true. We'll take your money. We'll take it. <laughs> well, if you're listening and you want to give us money, please send an email to info at darksiderecordsandgallery.com. Or cash in an envelope <laughs> with your PayPal gallery email at 782 Main Street, Poughkeepsie, New York. 12603. Or meet Roberto in the back alley. <laughs> He's the one dressed like Latino Doctor House. <laughs> okay, there was more to this costume that I took off before I arrived. Wait, it, so it, probably it, it might be lupus. <laughs> <laughs> That's obviously really wrong because it's never lupus. But anyway. <laughs> That's so not the thing it never is. It's, it's never lupus. No, it was, there's something else on that show that it never is. It's never whatever he says first. Hmm. 
JB, you were about to what say. What show something. are we talking about? We're talking right about House. House. Real oh, white Doctor House. I thought we were talking about Sherlock Holmes. You, I think you ever feel like you were about to say something about Sherlock Holmes. I'm stuck in Sherlock Holmes. Clearly, my I can't get out of that mental picture that I have. But he doesn't him. have on like the the hat and. How do you see stalker? House in this? He said Latino Doctor House. I didn't say that. He just went with Doctor and Latino. Yeah, and I just kind of ran, ran with it. Ran that oh, game. Okay. Yeah, not necessarily a medical doctor. I originally started with Oliver. I would just like to point out. Uh, Is that a character on House? No, that's Oliver, like the poor 1800s. Like, uh, like can I have some more? Charles more? Christmas you want Oliver more? Twist. What? No, Oliver Twist. What's the kid from A Christmas Story? That's Ralphie. Ralphie. And Christmas Randy. Carol? Tiny, Tiny Tim. Tim. Tiny Tim. That's the one I'm saying. Tim. He was the cripple. Yeah. This is the most ridiculous Wait, stream, of, stream of conscious. He yeah. had the crutch. Tim? Tim Cratchit? Tim Cratchit. Okay. Yeah. Bob Cratchit. I only five. knew him by his proper name. Sorry. No, oh, Tim. Sorry, <laughs> Justin. <laughs> Mr. Cratchit. <laughs> Mr. Cratchit. <laughs> Mr. Cratchit, if you're nasty. Tiny Tim was also <laughs> the uh, performer, the musician. Mm-hmm. Yep. Tiptoed like really through the guy. tulips. Yeah, and he had a uke. A uke. Yep. If anybody's interested in Tiny Tim, we have a couple CDs in the store that I'm pretty sure we've had since we opened. So, so you should come get so that Tiny Tim fan. I think I think that it is important to note that the opinions expressed on this podcast do not represent that of Dark Side, the legal company, entity. the legal entity. They represent the jackassery that is of the, the four legal people, owners, managers, and right. operators. Even though one of them doesn't want to be a part of this, just you know. We're we'll not naming leave. names. We'll, we will not name names. Anymore. We won't name names. Although, if Nipper. you hear a disembodied voice of disapproval, it's groans Nipper. of disapproval from the distance, that, that could be said entity. Oh. <laughs> Homer. <laughs> it's Marge suddenly. I like that. Right. Uh, so, we're going to talk about some stuff, I think, right? Yes. That's the intent for us for this entire podcast. We've been talking about it, this the entire time. We've got. <laughs> Oh, well, know, guys, thank you so much or... for listening, and I think that's it for tonight. If I could do one thing. So you were at uh, Comic-Con today. I was. Berto. I was. Excellent. You know what's funny? I was also at Comic-Con. Were you? Today uh, or today. the weekend? Okay. Today only, in fact. And if you remember last year, uh, we saw each other at Comic-Con. We found each other in the food court. It was two years ago, actually. It was two years ago? Two years ago. Because it was my first year. <laughs> what Love happened last year? You. Uh, did you go last year? I did. I went, like, Thursday. I went all weekend. Yeah. I think I skipped Sunday. What would have been really funny, the picture that JB posted of him at the Coheed booth would have been really funny if Birdo was actually in the background and they just didn't know that they had wandered across each other. Yeah. Uh, I did not see you. That's the sort of the That's true. where That's I'm true. going with this whole well, thing. Well, he was in costume. Right. I was he probably didn't recognize Unrecognizable. <laughs> I was approached, however, by a, a 1900s uh, detective who seemed to know me and I just blew him off completely. So I don't like talking to strangers. Sh- I saw like a Sherlock today walking around. Is that the one you're... <laughs> Forget it. It's over. Is anybody, <laughs> anybody going to say no shit? <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, okay, so just you and I, we're going to have a quick Comic-Con discussion. That's since fun, we, we can both review it. They can, can you relate. guys, two of you. You guys take five. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Dime and Justin, who were not there, you guys can chime in as you see appropriate. But um, here is the one thing that uh, stood out to me about Comic-Con. Um I saw Sergeant Slaughter. I saw uh, Honky Tonk Man. Mm-hmm. I saw what I think was one of the Bushwhackers. They licked my mom I once. I don't know about really? uh, yeah. Daryl's mom, but I licked a Bushwhacker. Wait. They, uh, Sexually? Or? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Liquor in the front? They were, doing, they were doing an autograph signing when I was like eight years old or something, and my mom took me, and when we got to the front of the line, they signed my picture, and the one grabbed my mom and licked the side of her face. She never took me to another wrestling autograph signing. 
That's adorable. Did she leave you in the car while she blew them out back? <laughs> she left me in the car and she said she'd be right back. I don't know what she did. I was... <laughs> and she never came back. <laughs> I had a new daddy. You know I don't what know. She did. Something had, about vacation. Something about uh, Luke I, I and Butch. I didn't see the bushwhackers. I, I saw. Sergeant I think it was Slaughter. a bushwacker. I could be wrong. <laughs> I saw Hacksaw. Hacksaw. It might have just been some really Hacksaw was there. Uh, yeah. oh, Jerry King awful. Waller. And uh, Million Hacksaw, Dollar Man. He I looks think, awful. I think Hacksaw looks the best. Million Dollar like Man was rough. I like that we're now we're critiquing the presentation we're critiquing of these the physique of professional athletes <laughs> who could kill us. I tune in. Except I'm except the million dollar man. He's he's not looking good. Okay, I could outrun him. He is what him. in his sixties at this point? Sixties? Maybe they all 60s? in their sixties? I mean, Hulk Hogan I think is like sixty-five. I didn't see him there. So. I mean, if only we had some kind of informational database, information superhighway to look up things. He tuned out. He's not paying yeah, attention. He's, he's looking at his list. Anything Justin. you talk about um, wrestling, comics, anything okay, other than the, music, the, you're, you're the, tuning out. Uh, pretty much Dear out. listeners, the following list of 10-hour things is things that Justin has no interest in and will tune out. But if we <laughs> came back to but Jack White. If you want to talk Latino Dr. House, though, Justin is all in, <laughs> 100% dedicated. And it is lupus. <laughs> it's got really serious for a second. It is lupus. So the whole thing I wanted to say was that, uh, <coughs> excuse me, there my libation. The wrestlers, the, the uh, Sergeant Slaughter. It was thirty bucks for. Wait, that's uh, a the big photo. point you were building to. Thirty bucks for a photo with Sergeant Slaughter, and I went up, and the guy was like, "Hey, you know, come up, guys, get your picture taken with Sergeant Slaughter. He'll put his weapons of mass destruction, his two biggest, his arms, his arms, okay. his arms. No, that makes sense, which are not uh, nearly as destructive. Yeah, not as they were thirty yeah, years no, ago. They didn't look. Yep. Yeah, he wasn't terribly physically imposing. I mean, he's tall. Still had the but, mustache. Yeah, he had a co- he had a good coat. But yeah, uh, but so they're like thirty bucks for an autograph and thirty bucks for a signed print. I'll for fifty bucks I'll give you a signed print and a picture with him. And it was like five o'clock on Sunday, and I was like, Sarge, come on, man, cut a guy a break. Twenty bucks tops. I didn't want to start haggling with Sergeant Slaughter. That's true. That, that, that's that was the line that choice. I Cobra Clutch yeah. and that was about as far as I wanted to go. I, I wasn't. I didn't feel comfortable. Did he accept your offer? He, I didn't make the offer. Oh, you they, just, they, this he is what made the in offer. Your head and I politely stood there watching a childhood hero walk away. And then as soon as I turned my back, I was like, "Really, Sergeant Slaughter? to walk kidding? away, the autograph fees are. Do we have yeah, to pay Macy Grant? We probably do. Yeah. And what's worse, I found, I went and I met uh, Kevin Conroy, who voiced Batman in the video games and the animated series. Cool. And their sign, the communication between, like, their managers. The chemistry? The chemistry. Between the, the managers of said celebrities and the actual, like, convention staff, where it would say $30 at the end of the line, and it's like 45 when you get up there, but you were just waited in line for two hours, so mm. you're paying the money. They know how to get you. They do. They that do. whole thing, man. I also want to. I saw the. Uh, I can't remember his name now. Jason David Frank. I don't Ooh. know who that is. He, Those he are three the, first he, names. He played. They are, they are three first names, and that's another entirely that means separate he, issue. They say when you have a double first name, it's bad, but it's like it cancels it out. That's me. I also have three first names. I feel like it's like a double negative. Like What's your third one? Good. My middle name. The fourth. Which I don't tell anybody. Um, yeah, I'm actually a blue blood as well. I'm a fourth. But it's John Bryan, but I have a middle name, which I don't disclose publicly. And it seems like great podcast material. I'm assuming it would be like David. Up there. I'm not. I'm, I'm not John David Bryan, that sounds right. John Mark Bryan. 
Mark? John, John Mark Bryan. That John, Michael Bryan. John Luke Bryan. John John. Bryan. <laughs> John John Bryan. Yeah, there you go. I'd like to pretend it's Rockefeller. <laughs> John Rockefeller. It's not a first name. I thought Danger was everyone. It's a dynasty name. name. That's true. That's true. That has to be a first name. Hercules right, Rockefeller. Let's go Hercules. Interesting segue. Speaking Interesting. of New York City Comic Con, uh, this week I saw JB post a picture of the new Thank You Scientist album at the Evil Inc. Records booth. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Now, you did the art for that? Yeah. Uh, I Actually, I posted a picture of it because I feel weird just talking about myself, but I was... No, you don't. I was don't so weird. weird. Isn't what this is about. Okay, let me rephrase that. I, don't, I feel weird talking about it on a microphone that we're going to record and send out. It's like, you know I love to talk about myself, but you know, publicly I try to downplay that persona also um, not true that's true uh so yeah i was humbled i was like i was so excited to see this piece of artwork that i made that was you know front and center on a comic-con booth and shortly after i was there and saw my record claudio did a signing holy shit Coheed and Cambria have so many goddamn fans. That line was like half the building long. It was crazy. I ran a signing for them once at a show at uh, Northern Lights in Clifton Park, and I would say that that signing line probably lasted two hours in the back of the club, and they were gracious enough to stay there for the entire thing. My first Comic-Con two years ago when I ran into uh, John Michael Bryan. Are you sure it was two years ago? I'm positive. Two years ago. We'll talk about this. We'll discuss this. In like five minutes. Off the record. Okay. Or on the record in five minutes. Um, I waited. Yeah, there was a solid line through the main floor. It was insane. Yeah, I stood. I was there for like an hour and a half waiting for them. And it was a ticketed one, Oh, too. so you were on the line. I was on the line. To meet to, Claudia. I was getting uh, the Prize Fighter Inferno singles signed. Mm. And a couple of his comics, so. Mm. Now, actually, this isn't the first time that you should all feel humbled by something that you did, because... Uh, last year, you guys, or for Record Store Day, made the the happy video that uh, several mm-hmm. million thousand, I don't know D- how many, a non, lot of people saw. Not million. Dozens. dozens of people. Several dozens, dozens of people. A baker's dozen, perhaps. I'm going to go with in the neighborhood of a thousand, maybe a little more than that. So, you know, you're not uh, strangers to the spotlight, the hot lights of stardom and fame. For those of you who may have been in our happy video... Um, you know, it was just a idea that was thrown out actually by Roberto. I was a naysayer originally. What, Roberto had the idea? It was Roberto's idea. I, idea. I was mm-hmm. unaware. I just I wanted to show like off your sweet dance moves. Of, uh, for good ideas, but it was my idea. I was not a naysayer in the sense that I thought it was a good, bad idea. I was a naysayer in the sense that I had a lot of other things going on. So, um, you got a gold star for that. God one. damn it, Roberto, leave me alone. So, about a week. After we post that, is the yearly, what used to be called NARM conference, now known as Music Biz Conference. The president of the Music Biz Association happened to call the store, and I answered the phone, and he asked for me, and he said that uh, the president of Sony Records had somehow seen our video. Sony? Is that like a, an independent label or something? <laughs> I, I've never heard of... One of the smaller ones. They're an up-and-comer. <laughs> and... Um, they had seen it, and he somehow sent it to this guy who's the head of Music Biz, and he called and asked if we could it could be played at the Music Biz conference in front of everybody during one of the breakfasts that was sponsored by Sony, and uh, that was incredibly humbling. Now, you guys were all in that video doing various styles of dance. We, Roberto we, we was even really... got the unnamed non-participant in that video. Yes. Was this pre-Nickelback Darren? 
Yeah. This was but, yeah, you were filming. But I was he, there. He can be seen in the video. I took not the, dancing. Uh, yeah, I took an award actually for most uh, times in the background of every shot without having to dance. Did you give that. yourself that award? I did actually. Because okay, I, I, I don't yeah, remember giving out this. No, I, I gave myself award. that award because I showed up like I think it was like ten separate times over the course of the video. Do you know what the prize was for that award? I stood a job. on. I stood on. Yes, that was the prize. <laughs> I got a job. So if you get in the background of a lot of videos. I guess I get laid off. <laughs> Someone else takes my place. This is also true. The position changes yearly. Now, see, you were like headbanging, as I recall in the video, by the by the front door. I had, I had a headbang. You were doing a bunch of various spins, Michael Jackson-esque. I, I think you had a white glove on. Now, mm-hmm. you, Justin, I believe you were doing a dance called the lawnmower. I did mm-hmm. do the lawnmower. Now, you did a very good lawnmower. I, I have uh, to commend you. I came staple. from nowhere. And uh, Cinderella a, boy, Cinderella story. Started from the bottom, now we're here. Now you're here. Yes. <laughs> All of those things. All of those things. And uh, It's in the hole. I was told I had to participate, and uh, that's what I pulled out of my basket. Was well, mandatory. that was There's that was a lot good. of basket mentioning at the store. A lot of basket mentioning. It's a little piece. It's an insider baskets. tip. Yeah. A lot of baskets going on. Um, yeah. So you guys were all famous, and I remember watching that video and thinking, they have all the fun. I need to get out on that shit. We have a lot of fun. Sometimes too much fun. Really? Sometimes. Sometimes we amuse ourselves more than, you know, we think we're funnier than the people think we are. That's very true. You and I were having a conversation on Saturday, as I recall, while I was ringing up a girl, uh, and we were having a grand old time laughing our asses off. She did not think we were funny. She was very serious. She's like, I'd like to pay for these records, and I'd like to go home and listen to them. Please. Thank you, sir. And we were talking about things Prince does or does not do, and she didn't give a rat's ass. Fun well, fact, the cervical cap is smaller than a diaphragm and fits more tightly over the cervix. Somebody forgot to lock the the baby books up. Alberto <laughs> is already so bored with this podcast. I'm reading. Let me look book. at this picture. There's they can't see the child. This is audio. Let me can describe. You just, can you describe it? <laughs> you don't have to. It is a tiny infant inside a vagina. Is that redundant? A tiny infant? You know, they're not really in the vagina. I've been to a birth Roberto, class. Do you, oh, do you need to be uh, voiced, uh, explained how the parts work? I'm looking at the types of breaches that are available. Hmm. I think the that's options. something for episode two. Like <laughs> Roberto learns the birds and the bees. <laughs> <laughs> Next week on the Dark Side Records podcast. Hmm. Uh, so anyway, so it's, it's been almost four years since the store has been open. We're coming up on four years. January fifteenth will be our January fifteenth is exactly like that was the opening date. Four year anniversary. That's exciting. That's really exciting. Can we talk about really quick going back to something you just mentioned a second ago? If this uh, goes back to Comic Con, can we talk about? uh, Can we talk about Prince and the new Prince record? You know who can talk about Prince and the new Prince record is D Bag over here. D Bag. Talk about that someone. I I don't know if I want to say they refused to take it Uh, out. Pause. Your dog is chewing on electrical wires. (laughs) Uh, for those listeners out there who don't know, Nipper is the mop, the owner, the, the owner, uh, owner operator of Darkside Records. At Nipper, legally, what, does Nipper have a middle name and a last name? Well, his, his formal name is actually uh, President Bartlett Nipper Johnson. <laughs> he has, That's a true story. Uh, I'm not Nipper even making it up. The Nipper has many names, though. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Nipper on five thousand. <laughs> yep. Chucho <Yep>. Valdez. <laughs> Nippler. <laughs> Sir Nippington. Richard Nipson. <laughs> Nipsey Russell, of course. 
which could also be Nipsey Hussle. It's either way. Uh, quite often, and it's Nipmeyer. Nip All Meyer. of these things are more interesting than the new Prince album. Now, see, I'm going to point out. I disagree out, with that. All right. I, I enjoyed the new Prince record. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. Now, I, I, I know I, what I you're only, doing. You're going to pin this on me and say that I refuse to let it be taken out. And that's bullshit. I did not use the <laughs> I'm pretty sure you said words. those words. <laughs> I just said that you refuse to take it out. That's all I said. <laughs> that's, that's what I said. That you are saying that I refuse to take it out. I did yeah. not refuse. But when I say it, it's it's so much more loving. And so, you know. Well, all I'm saying is that I was pleasantly surprised with how much I enjoyed it. Agreed. And for as much as you might think as I refuse to take it out, you all, all of you, had every opportunity on the days I was not there, the shifts I was not there, to take that CD out. I was made to understand that it was taken out and you replaced it. The only time it was taken out was when Justin put in the Green album from Weezer, added it to the player, and that was only because Prince was on the outside. He could have taken out Neruvian Doom, which, as I recall, he does not get. So, I think you should point out you air quotes. Air quotes. Air quotes. All I'm saying is that everyone had a chance to take it out, and I guarantee you that every one of you can re- recite at least one line from that album. That's not necessarily true. I actually can't recite the lines of the album. But have you watched Chappelle's show? Not in years. He will come over here and fuck you up. <laughs> he will, and he then will he'll serve show you pa- up. Then he'll serve you pancakes. And sh- no, he'll serve us pancakes. Actually, keep going. <laughs> um, I love pancakes. I, I pancakes. can you eat pancakes? Why don't I get pancakes? There's eggs and pancakes. You know how cool Prince is? He would make me vegan pancakes. Um, but and you know what he wouldn't do? You know what he a, wouldn't do? He wouldn't turn around for me. No, he won't turn around. I have a great story told to me by a friend last night when I was telling about this Prince issue. Well, there's mm-hmm. more? Oh, yeah. Um, okay. He told me a story that apparently um, Prince and Kevin Smith ended up in a similar place one time. Mm-hmm. And Kevin Smith later was approached by Prince's people and said that Mr. Prince would like you to make a documentary about him. And so he was like... Have we fact-checked this? I have not fact-checked this. This is a story that was told to me. So Kevin Smith agrees to meet with Prince, mostly to meet with Prince and tell him that he's not a documentary filmmaker. And so he goes to wherever Prince was, and Prince was extremely late, and his people apparently apologized to Kevin Smith and said that, we're very sorry, but we had to get... Prince wanted a camel today. And so we had to find a camel. And that's the reason he was late. But eventually this meeting happens. And they're talking, and Prince wants him to make the documentary. And, you know, then he leaves, and Kevin Smith was like, well, you know, thank you. But I really just kind of came here to meet Prince. I don't make documentaries. And his people said to him, "Um, you don't say no to Prince. Prince does not get rejected. Prince does not get rejected. And so apparently, Kevin Smith actually shot all this footage, which will not be released because Prince doesn't want to release it. And that's my Prince story. Doesn't want to release it because he is now aware that he's not a documentary filmmaker? I don't know. Or because he wasn't happy with the final result? This was told to me over a couple beers last night. Perhaps does it make Prince look like a tremendous douchebag? He's going to fuck you up. He's going to yeah, show up fine. here. That's okay. It's not going to end well for you. I would as love long if showed as up he... here. Seriously. And I would have to let him know that A, breakfast can wait, and the drug that they gave <laughs> this guy on the album, he was in a coma for 45 years. Now, I know you know that. I know you know that. And you're just like I, playing I it off like, oh, I, I don't know that. I, I don't do listen to Prince albums. Rec- is this like the crooning thing that he's saying in the beginning of the album? Because there's like a, there's no. a moment in the beginning of the album where it's like... We need you to tell hey. us what you know. Yeah, something. It's just there's, creepy there's a lot and going weird. On. And hey, listen, I've enjoyed the Prince album. If you guys, you know, want to take it out, I'm not gonna. 
I'm not going to fight you over uh, it. I honestly also really enjoyed the new Prince album. I'm going to put this out there. Did anybody see Prince's uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame performance when he performed While My Guitar Gently Weeps? I, I, Negative. I think I told you this. That, no, I mean, I've seen oh. this before. Oh, but yeah. That solo is fucking awesome. He's like He's a true showman at Tom that Tom Petty, Steve Winwood, and someone else that I always yeah, forget. It was like, and he Jeff, came out of nowhere. Jeff Lynn? Jeff Lynn, is that Maybe, maybe. And he's like on the side of the stage, and he's wearing like this purple suit, purple hat, as Prince usually does. Mm -hmm. But he's off in like the shadows of the stage, and Tom Petty is singing most of the song. And it's like really simple, like, whatever. And then all of a sudden, it comes time for the solo, and Prince like steps out of the shadow and just lays down this ridiculous solo. It was a great solo. makes every face known to man as he is just shredding this fucking solo. And you can play, man. He can play, and the best part is he gets done with the solo. He turns and looks at Tom Petty and kind of gives him like a. <laughs> You're <bitch>. welcome. <laughs> I'm going to go back over here in the shadows and make some pancakes. Do something. Yeah, pretty much. I think people forget that he Prince is, uh, you know, he is a, a showman, obviously. But and while some might disagree with his uh, his talents, some might call him uh, an insult to amateurism. But Who's, who said that? Someone, someone had a very in-depth conversation. I had a long conversation with someone yesterday in the store, and uh, I, I guess uh, at some point Prince's backing band the got new involved. New Power Generation? Yes. Uh, got involved with Miles Davis's backing group and uh, just literally could not keep up, apparently. But I think comparing jazz musicians... It was musicians, much more in-depth for that. But. Yeah, it was, it was really in-depth conversation. But I think comparing jazz musicians to anything else is just, you know... Can I just point out that Gonzo and I have finally mended our our ways, our, our ties, and bonding with your cat. Uh, sidebar: We're currently in the dark side man cave, and um, can my, it be a cave if it's above ground? Never mind. He just showed it to me as asshole. The dark side Airbnb, and uh, <laughs> Gonzo, who has been viciously attacked by Roberto's dog. A Gonzo is your cat. Gonzo is, is my cat. cat. And, uh, he's a cat, yes. Let's make sure we know he's a cat, not just, a child. Just making sure everyone knows what's going on. Gonzo also was once shop vacked by Roberto as okay. a kitten. But, and I don't know if there's a statute of limitations on animal cruelty. <laughs> if there is, there it's is. okay. I assure you, it's like six we'll, months. I studied it. We'll sign the, convo- the forms. And JB blah, just blah, blah, farted blah. on Daryl's bike. <laughs> well, I'm going to make sure I mark that mic so you reuse it every time. <laughs> You never go ass to mouth. Never go ass to mouth. Prince does not go ass to mouth. <laughs> oh, Apparently, he has seven dickish things that he's done, and uh, we still love internet. him. Are you looking up Prince? I was sent a link by the silent partner. Oh. Hmm. Oh, we were oh. sent a link, but I'm the only one who looked because I don't want to hear about Roberto. Dude, you're checking woman. your phone right now, man. Dude, turn that off. I said I'm. I'm he the he baby fired books. his manager because he was cold, like temperature-wise or emotionally. Uh, sounds like temperature-wise. Makes sense. Apparently his demands became too much. During one cold night in, in a Minneapolis studio, Prince called Owen, his manager, Owen Husney, uh, and uh, demanded a space heater. Husney was super busy booking dates for a tour and told Prince to get someone else to do it. Prince did not like this one bit and fired Husney on the spot. Or sto- so the story goes. Hmm. What does that have to do with him being cold? Oh, here's the Kevin Smith story, by the way. Oh. So I guess it's now factual. He hates his fans. He has a lot of websites. I don't know. I'm not going to read the rest of this right now. Well, or we could just edit the part about that out, and we could talk about how the fact that today Mm -hmm. we have a new hashtag on Twitter called Things Prince Doesn't Do. 
and uh, we're encouraging anyone who follows us or who would like to follow us to now, participate. This is, this is based on the story uh, that you are privy to of Prince on an airplane. I was listening. Prince doesn't turn around. Right? I was listening to a podcast once, and I can't remember who it was, but they <laughs> talked about how what's they a had, podcast? <laughs> they, they were talking about how they somehow had some interaction with Prince, and um, they ended up behind him on an airplane. And so they're trying to say hello to Prince, and so he kind of leans forward and is like, hey, hey, Prince, how's it going? And uh, he gets nothing. And he's like, oh, okay, maybe he didn't hear me. And he waits a couple minutes, he tries again. Hey, hey, Prince, Prince, how's it going? Hey, and, yo, hey, oh, Prince. Hey, <laughs> nothing. And so now he's getting a little upset, and uh, eventually Prince's bodyguard, who was sitting next to him, turns around and says, Prince does not turn around. And uh, he that was very true. He didn't, they got off the plane, and then Prince was like, oh, hey, great to see you, blah, blah, blah. But, so Prince this, does not turn around. It all started with Prince does not turn around. So that led to uh, an ongoing conversation of things Prince does not do. Mm-hmm. And I mean highlights, Prince does not defecate. Prince does not open doors. He does not open doors, which is how he got locked in a bathroom. But apparently, he does go ass to mouth. <laughs> no, I don't think he does. I don't think he I does. I think it's up for debate. I think there's <laughs> well, dissenting opinions in the room. Uh, JB, can you get Prince on the phone? <laughs> can we have our first guest caller? <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> I don't think we want Prince to call in. We're getting sued. Let me see if I can find a Prince soundboard really quick. Um, but So Prince doesn't do a lot of things, so feel free to uh, chime in on things Prince doesn't do. Hashtag things Prince doesn't do. Right. Right or on our Facebook, doesn't feel or free. does not, doesn't. doesn't. Okay, no apostrophe because that would kill the hashtag. That would kill the hashtag. Mm-hmm. To be fair, for more. Also, if you have opinions about this, you could probably hashtag Dark Side Podcast. I was going to say <laughs> uh, you you could follow us on Twitter and hear Dark Side Records. Well, I'm with just, a Z at the end. I think it's yeah. important to note that if they're not following us on Twitter or Facebook by this point, they're probably, they're not, probably listening not listening to this right now. So let's take a step back. Justin, you were mentioning, oh, uh, eight minutes ago. <laughs> I brought up the fact that on this Tuesday, there's a record I think we're all pretty excited about, and that's mm-hmm. the new compilation, excuse me, collaboration between the Melvins and the Butthole Surfers. Mm-hmm. Now, is this being heralded as a collaboration, or is this just being put out as a Melvin's, Melvin's record? A different lineup. It is, it is headlined as a Melvin's record. Now, it's Correct. two members of the Melvins, right? Two of the standard members of the Melvins. King, King Buzzo. King Buzzo. Dale Crover. Crover, okay. Okay. And it's also and then, Gibby Haynes from the Butthole Surfers. Oh, it's Gibby Haynes. Yeah, it's Gibby and the bass player? The bass player, correct. Who's Who name? has no name. Whose name is escaping me yeah. now that we're on tape. We're, Shit. Uh, man, I wish we had the internet here. This is like, now we are all embarrassed. Um, you would think we owned a record. So I, did, I didn't know Gibby Haynes was a part of this. I Gibby thought it was other guys from the Butthole Surfers. I think it's interesting that Gibby Haynes is a part of it. It's, uh, well, he's spreading his musical wings. He did that song with Mastodon for the Adult Swim mm-hmm. download series there. Now, I, I have never been a Melvins fan, and I think it was because I just wasn't exposed to enough of the Melvins. And I will thank Roberto for... for uh, uh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> Okay. I don't know if we can hear that on the um, tape. Crunch. Can you? There's a cat eating plastic. It's very interested in this. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Roberto playing the King Buzzo album yep. ad nauseum for my first probably two weeks. Uh, Which, speaking of running a record into the ground, thank you. It was my prince. <laughs> and to be fair, I don't know if that is truly a way to get you uh, 
exposed to the Melvins proper. Well, no, that that was what started it, and then he was on his Melvins kick, and he had every CD ever created in the back of his car. I'm going to say that's my fault, and I'm sorry. Okay, well, you you don't have to apologize. And I brought in my Senile Animal LP. We were listening to that for a while. I don't know what that is. You have a Senile Animal on LP? I do. Is it the four-disc etched version? Yeah, yellow and blue. Yeah. Wait, Can you we... have an LP that's not a horror soundtrack? <laughs> <laughs> a couple. Can we? A couple. Can I, I call for a beer it. assistant? Can we talk about that really quick? Uh, Are we really doing so, that? Uh, the Melvins. When I saw to... them on tour for a senile animal, um, they were selling a four LP box set version of a senile animal. Mm-hmm. Yep. It was, you know, I think like two songs, and then the each. Other say each B side of each record was an etching of like an animal, and yeah, correct. And I want to say that when I bought it on tour, it was 20 bucks. Wow, 20 bucks cash. Mm -hmm. Someone please correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, this is it has stuck with me to this day because I remember thinking it was so cheap to get a four LP etched box set. That I was amazed at that, and of course that I, is absurd. I you got, can't even buy a new seven inch for five dollars. Seriously, I got mine on eBay, and I was like, I was one of the last minute bidders. I got it for like sixty five. Mm-hmm. On Discogs, it was like one sixty and up. Well, I, I mean, this is pretty much, or I should say, this is uh, what I give the Melvins a lot of credit for, which is they know their business man like they are mm-hmm. they're not fucking stupid i believe everything the, they the do, king buzzo acoustic the, the solo record was sold in like 10 inch bits on his when tour, he was right? on tour he had it split up into like volume one yeah. two i think it was four volumes and each one was a limited pressing done by amphetamine reptile uh records which is a whole other thing we could talk about we could dedicate a whole podcast i don't know if you guys know anything about amphetamine reptile records and uh there's actually a documentary coming out about that label. Is it made by Kevin really, Smith and Prince? <laughs> it's made <laughs> just Prince, actually. If this somehow gets back to Infetamine Reptile Records, we would ask that you please make your records more available to independent independent records. Independent record stores! That's true. I guess we could call them and just talk to them. We could probably make we a phone call. call. Yeah. Yeah. We've got connections um, to the, the phone company. But so they have their merch game. Um, it's Operator? on point. Oh, did you did you purchase brilliant. it for twenty bucks? Of course I did. Okay, how could I? I, was just, I wasn't sure. I wasn't um, included in the story. And but uh, the reason I was even bringing this up is because I got a Melvin's record. Um, What's a record? What the hell are you guys talking? about? I know. About? I know. I have a Melvin's record that they sold. They did a show in New York City at the Lit Lounge. This was actually the Melvin's Light, which was King Buzzo, okay. Trevor Dunn, and Dale Crover Trevor as a three piece. <laughs> Trevor was playing an upright bass. And mm. the only way you could get to this show at the Lit Lounge, which I think has a capacity of 100 people, if that, was by showing up at this one specific place at the specific time, and they would sell you a record that was a single, basically. I think it was a split with another band that was hand-packaged by the Melvins. They sold it for 20 bucks, and if you bought that record, it counted as your ticket for admission for the show the following night. And that was the coolest thing I've that ever cool. got to be cool. a part of for the Melvins was was this show, and uh, I have to give a shout-out to uh, Jenny Zuko from GM and Plastic in Beacon, because she was the one who, in fact, got me that record and got me into that show, and... Life-changing? I would say life-affirming. I don't know if life I was affirming, affirming it made you happy okay. to be alive? Yes. 
Yes. You, you, got, okay. you got up that morning, I'm happy to be alive! And I got to see another band, which I uh, am pretty sure I will never have the chance to see again, and was happy to see them, which is uh, Gay Witch Abortion. <laughs> who I have two that other records. understandable. And, uh, Didn't know where that was going. <laughs> and I just want to be able to say out loud that we had a podcast where I got to say the phrase gay witch abortion. Well, Baby book just fell on How me. are we ever going to top episode one? <laughs> it's just not going to happen. <laughs> so, the new Melvin's record, coming out on the 14th, coming out next week. Yeah, come back with us here, people. Record CD store. And I LP. it'll probably be... Good. This may not even get out onto the internet before this comes out. This may not even be on the internet before Tuesday. That's true. This could so. be out by, by now, and next Unless time we'll be reviewing it. JB yeah. is really on his game. Which is not. I'm just saying, it might not be up to me. There might be a review process. I don't understand iTunes and podcasts. Why we should just put it on SoundCloud? Process. Can have it up on SoundCloud Why don't we just, tonight. Okay, we'll do it up on SoundCloud, and we're going to create a SoundCloud account. And well, we'll, we'll discuss that. At Alternatively, the can we just leak it with all those like underage girl photos and celebrity photos on those websites? You can put you anything know, on the internet. You know what we're going to do? We're going to call this podcast the Jennifer Lawrence Leaked Photo Podcast. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> we'll get 8 million followers immediately. If you've managed to listen By the this way, long and you haven't <laughs> seen or heard anything about Jennifer Lawrence being nude, stay, oh, stay tuned. Stay tuned. <laughs> <laughs> it's coming up at the end. After the break. <laughs> we have a consensual nude photo of Jennifer Lawrence. Consensual no nude photo. violations. Or so another thing violation. coming out on the 14th. Right, right. As uh, something I think Daryl is excited about. Ooh. Oh, what's that? We've got a new album from We Were Promised Jetpacks. Oh, that's right. Oh, I'm excited about that. Well, there's an interesting topic. Nice segue. Um, let's talk about the record industry and how... Wait, we didn't talk about We Were Promised Jetpacks yet. No, we moved they, on They, they were, in you fact, promised jetpacks. You, you, you <laughs> blew it. chance to plug the... We Were Promised Jetpacks. His new album is called Daryl Blew It, and <laughs> now we're moving on. <laughs> Daryl Blew It subtext. The reason now your record is not selling in independent stores is because Daryl Blew It. It's going to be good. But anyway. Anyway. So Prince is going to beat the shit out of you. We Were Promised Jetpacks is going to beat the shit out of Daryl. I missed the plug for a Scottish rock band. And Sergeant Slaughter's going to kick your ass for being mm-hmm. cheap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> JJ. He didn't get any mac and cheese tonight, thanks to you. What? Anyway. He could have had his $20, but he blew it. Okay? How do you take $20? How do you take a burger when you're used to caviar? <laughs> Sergeant, I'm sure Slaughter, Sergeant Slaughter has never once eaten caviar. I, I think I'd like Unless an answer to that. Out of, like, the million-dollar man's ass. And I just want to say... <laughs> what the hell is wrong with you? I just want to say, you, I feel, could do really excellent wrestling promos. Maybe you should consider being a manager. I don't know. That's his way of saying you're laid off. (laughs) By the way, you might need to find a new career. (laughs) Here's a suggestion. Wrestling manager. Or cannon fodder for professional wrestlers. (laughs) We uh, back on topic. So anyway, music yes. business. Let's talk about uh, the industry. Is what we're um, let's talk about record into. pressing mm-hmm. and how uh, currently a lot of major labels are reporting that to press a new record, we're at about a four month waiting period. Crazy. Up from three months. Uh, just a few months ago, we was, was uh, summer. We were hearing that it was about a three month lead time on new records. Now explain what out. that means. Well, basically, the record industry, the physical, the vinyl part of side of this that i'm talking about obviously not cd that's not a no problem. cd is no problem uh, nor cassette actually but um the record side of it has just exploded over the past five years particularly thanks to record store day and just to revitalize interest in independent record stores and that uh there are about currently somewhere between uh, around 12 pressing plants in the united states and they're all working at capacity 
Uh, a lot of them run, uh, the biggest one I can think of, run six days a week, 24 hours a day. What so about that seventh day? They're closed. <laughs> Why? You'd ask that. You can't tell me it's at capacity. If You'd have to ask look, them that. But. We don't roll on Shamer Shabbos. <laughs> I may be butchering that entire quote. Yeah, I, I think it's did. Shomer Shabbos. Shomer Shabbos? Yeah. yeah. Wow. I don't know what you're talking about. That's wait, 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 wait. Are you serious? You, are you not a Big Lebowski fan? I have never seen the Big Lebowski. Shut your this is fu- not fucking fire. Are you kidding <laughs> this me? This is not what we should be talking We're talking about the music industry and Justin. Justin no, this whole business. It wasn't on the application process, I swear. Daryl, shut the fuck up. You're <laughs> out of your element. Silent partner. New question is, have you ever seen the, the Big Lebowski? Which I guess is a problem because I know Silent Partner has not seen the Big Lebowski. Well, then what are we talking about here? She's not a part of this podcast. She's probably not. What I, I, I'm. She's else. awake. Don't worry. <clears throat> she's trying really hard not to listen to us. I'm, right I'm now. sure she's no, shaking she's her head like sons of bitches. I hate you all. And so do your future children. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, spoiler: next month's podcast will be a two-hour podcast of us watching the, the Big, Big Lebowski. Lebowski. I don't think we're going to do that with Daryl. I think I'm sick that day. <laughs> and Jennifer Lawrence. I mean, it's, it's, it's got John Goodman. Who will be naked on the right? couch. John Goodman is in The Big Lebowski, yeah. so therefore yes. it's obviously good. What? Um, You're downplaying The Big Lebowski right now. You are. No, you I'm, are I'm actually saying that He's John also saying that everything John Goodman ever does is good. Yes, it's good. King Ralph? Good. The Flintstones Wait, movie? you've seen King Ralph. Of course but I've seen King Ralph. But you haven't seen The Big Lebowski. Of course. You weren't you a Ralph. child once? So you're Didn't telling you me you've never seen King Ralph? And then see King I Ralph? don't think I've ever seen King Ralph. Well, I think you're King full Ralph. of shit. I think you're a liar, and I think that beard is fake. I'm full of vegan shit. You're full of vegan shit. But I have shit. not seen King Ralph. Oh, all right. I feel like I maybe have seen parts of King Ralph on, like, Well, I've seen parts of the Big Lebowski. The on a Sunday. chips. Quiet, I'm eating chips. <laughs> uh... Okay, so Big Lebowski aside, we were talking about pressing plants, I think. We were. We were talking about pressing plants and how there's a delay on vinyl. And uh, I think another one of the big problems that's going on in the industry right now sounds like the ocean in my head. Um, You can pick that up on the... Whatever just happened, something just sounded like ocean waves in my ears. Weird. So you're saying I should be monitoring this podcast through my cans. Yeah, because I'm the only one that's actually listening yeah. to what it sounds yeah. like. And every and time somebody's no cell phone goes uh, on, and I can hear it. <laughs> oh, does it do the little feedback? Yeah. yeah. Hold on, let me text JB and see if that works. Anyway. Okay, I'm going to text Birdo. Hang on. Birdo. Uh, How's the podcast going? <laughs> LOL, smiley face. Daryl's a douchebag. <laughs> Don't I believe he hasn't seen that movie. How OMG. You, how do you type so fast? Winky face. I'm the doctor. <laughs> we have come house. full circle. That is that is the podcast right there. I am Latino Dr. House. So the pressing plants are working at somewhat capacity. This is the most convoluted <laughs> piece of news that we're, we've ever done. News? I think this is news. The pressing plants are news. news. And we still have one more other piece of news to talk about. We do. When you're done with this record. We haven't even talked about one-eighth of what we set out to talk about. We are at 55 minutes, so we should probably... Industry, go. Stay classy. (laughs) Pressing plants are just so at capacity that uh, things are getting really delayed. And I think one of the big issues right now is that labels will order a specific number of a new release. And then it does better than expected or it sells out. 
and then there's like a two to three month waiting time just to get it back again. Right. Well, uh, give me well, an example. Beck was a example. Beck was of that. a Back huge example this year. Beck's mm-hmm. morning phase. Uh, right. They, you know, I think they severely underestimated it, and then it was sold out, and nobody had it for three months. And by that point, you're, you know, I'd People say the average consumer has lost elsewhere. interest. But now, if you take this from the small picture, big picture thing, the the weekly ordering of stuff to bring into the store, new releases, etc., to order in is always a crapshoot. It's a guessing game. You don't know what's going to sell and what's not. So from the label perspective, you don't want to press 500,000 copies of an album, a Beck album, and then say, like, oh, crap, now we're stuck. Well, You've just realistic. heard Daryl siding with big business. I'm not siding. I'm just asking. I love that band. Let's, let's be realistic, <laughs> though, Z? that no one in this day and age is pressing 500,000 well, copies of okay. anything. Okay. You know Maybe what like I mean. like a new Taylor Swift or something like that. I but. can only hope. Dead. Marry me, Romeo. <laughs> Uh, but they don't want to over make an album because they don't want to be. You know. Yeah, no, I can totally understand that. And it's expensive. The costs are only going up. The machines are getting older. Can we cut that part out? <laughs> but leave that part in where she says to cut that part out. <laughs> but we're leaving this part here. in. This discussion is staying in. No. So we're just cutting out. This is a mind fuck. Should the dog be eating that? The dog can eat cat toys if he wants to. I found that in a box. God. This is my sentient voice. Right. Now, wait, am I still cutting this all out? <laughs> no, we got back into something that you're leaving in. You have a monumental task ahead of you. <laughs> yeah. You Welcome will need to, to listen to this conversation numerous times. Remember how you heard the happy song like 40 times uh, at least? Yeah. Well, you're going to be listening to this 40 times. So Prince it's not going to be on SoundCloud tonight. Prince is great. Prince is great. <laughs> Dental plant. Lisa needs braces. <laughs> we can just boil it down to pressing plants are working really hard and not keeping up with demand. Comic Con happened and Prince is great. It's lupus, is <laughs> I know. And it's never lupus. Latino house. Uh, but anyway. Dark side out. <laughs> Wait, really? Or are we just saying that? We're just, just saying said that. that. No, we haven't not, even gotten not, to. You can't have that be the ending of the thing. Anyway, so. So, I think we have another important topic to talk about. Yes. Mm-hmm. This is the last one for the... You no, talk we, we already talked about Prince. Oh. <laughs> well, breakfast can wait, Daryl. I mean. Breakfast can wait. Why, why can breakfast wait? Because he, he wants to get laid. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. It does bring up an interesting Again. point. Well, yes, but it does bring up an interesting point. I where instantly he, regret asking that question. There's a I line. Talk about well, no, there's a line Darryl. in one of the songs where he says that uh, sex with me ain't enough. We have to do it metaphysically. Mm-hmm. Now, is he saying that sex with him isn't enough as in the woman will never be satisfied? Or is he saying that he's so good that they have to do it other ways? I would hope the second. You would hope, but maybe he, maybe this is Prince coming down off of his his high horse. Do we think uh, Prince has sex? We just is got, he above sex? We just Prince deep. doesn't get off his high horse. Does Prince mind orgasm? Can Prince orgasm with his mind? Prince does not climax. <laughs> That's what I say. And Prince don't eat no pussy. Let's face it. <laughs> Jesus. Fucking damn! I actually had a roommate. <laughs> I had a roommate once. Uh, my, my, my freshman year college roommate would always hook up with chicks. Like in the room, I'd be like asleep or something like that. <laughs> wait, he was wait, giant in black, the room you were in, in on top of him. <laughs> he was this you giant a black football player. It's all getting cut out. I'm just telling you right now. You can tell. The One story. night, I'm like laying there trying to go to sleep, and I just hear, "Come on, 
come on. No. And that was it. Your roommate was Prince? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> that is what I'm saying. That is... An amazing room. And I think, to the disembodied voice, if you're not going to participate, you get no, no say. I think that we've now found Aaron's role in the podcast. <sighs> she is the executive producer. I was going to say our moral compass. We don't. We don't have a moral compass. It's Aaron. She's the moral compass. If Aaron is our moral compass, we are Aaron in trouble. Is immobile. Still. I'm the. I She's the immobile compass. I think I'm the moral <laughs> yeah. compass for the recording session, like up here. But she's the overall moral compass. So we're going to move on. Uh, so I want to point out, maybe Justin is the appropriate person to tell this story, but we have in mm. our possession, which we're going to do a, I don't know exactly how we're going to do this review, but we're going to make it up as we go. We have mm Hops. Mm Hops. The beer. Now, how many Badoobadops <laughs> are there? Bidubidops. How many Badoobadop, not Badoobadop, or whatever you just said. Shoobidabop? I thought it was Shoobidabop. You're confusing me with David Lee Roth. David Lee Roth. David Lee Roth. It was his birthday, wasn't it, recently? Neither here nor there. Stay on topic. Happy birthday, David. Happy birthday, David! How did we get a copy of mm Hops? Well, a copy? How did we get a copy of this? One copy. <laughs> in store. Well, um, Aaron, uh, silent partner, and I recently traveled to uh, Orlando, Florida, and we uh, saw Hanson. And um, how many times did you giving see a, We saw them once. Well, actually, we saw them twice. We saw them for their beer seminar, mm-hmm. and then we saw them for their performance. Is there a cool name you could use for that, like a beer minar or a hop hop minar? Are you trying to cool normally? Up a normally, yes, seminar? but not yes, when Hanson's involved. I'm really trying. Well, Silent Partner's favorite band is Hanson, mm-hmm. and so we traveled because I'm cool like that. Because, and, um, gentlemen, we've all taken one for the ladies at some point. They had for sale their new beer, which is called Umhops, a play on Umbop. And it's a uh, pale ale. And mm-hmm. it actually, surprisingly high alcohol. Guys. It's like 7.5% alcohol, I think. Because I think you'd have is, to be. Yeah, 7.5. You'd have to be drunk as fuck to want to <laughs> to want to, uh, drink that. And <laughs> Why is that? Hansen. It's not a bad beer. It's not a great beer, but it's Look, not a bad beer. Regardless of how you feel about Hansen, the group, especially Hansen, the group, Where 10 years ago. Are we more than 10 years to ago. Is it a beer right now? Is that what you're trying to say? It's a beer. And I know also. It is dime. technically a craft beer. Teabag abstains. You're, you don't drink. You don't. You don't drink beer. That is correct. Um, so really, you're biased into the get go of this whole thing. You're doubly biased on this whole. If you Prince well, let me wanted ask you to a have a beer with you, no, still wouldn't. Mm. Really? In my younger days, maybe I'm it's fine because that. But Prince so, won't have a beer so with you anyway. King Buzzo walks in here and hands you a bottle of his craft beer, and Taylor Hansen walks in and hands you a bottle of his craft beer. You can only drink one. Which one are you drinking? Who's Taylor Hansen? Exactly. Oh wait, is that one of them? Exactly. Of them? Oh. So you're making the judgment based on who handed you the beer. So all I'm saying is that one of the Hansen boys hands me a beer, and I am not interested in that beer. If Jason Voorhees handed me a beer, I'd drink it. And then he'd, I assume he'd kill you right after. It's possible. Why Jason Voorhees? <laughs> He's a fictional character. I think he meant Jason Priestley. <laughs> I might have or met Luke yeah, Perry. I don't know. Anyway, so so putting James all Cameron. Uh, Kirk Cameron, all <laughs> teenage Nicholas Cage, all teenage uh, Hanson stigma aside, they brewed a beer. Uh, I guess they have a, a, a. Are they associated with another brewery that's brewing it for them? Is there a recipe, or do they physically? Is this actually bottled by Hanson themselves? I. Don't know the answer to that. 
Okay. I think they're working with there another thing on the brewery. Label, can you see the label? Like, the label. We, oh, let's read together. See, the label, and I should point out also we use uh, an Take app called look. Untapped it's on our phones. It's in a book. Reading Rainbow. Hashtag Reading Rainbow. Hashtag Through the Wormhole. <laughs> Hashtag LeVar Burton. So they have a, uh, their beer listing on an app called Untapped, which we uh, all use as a, it's like a social network that, uh, where you can review beers that you've drank. Uh, have them associated with a brewery. Mustang a Brewing Mustang Company brewing? is what it says here on the interwebs. I'm not familiar with Mustang Brewing. It's an American Pale Ale, 7%. It's got a three-star average out of five. I know that um, they're from Oklahoma, so I'm wondering if Mustang Brewing is like an Oklahoma brewing company. Mm-hmm. Could be. That's That could be. Mustang sounds like a, a horse thing. That could okay. be North okay. Texas. Somewhere around there. Yeah, yeah. It, must, it could be anywhere that people have ridden a horse. So anyway, we're gonna but, try it. Mm-hmm. We're gonna we're gonna crack the bottle open. We're gonna pass it around. Make sure you Let's hold the it. mic up to the bottle when you go. It is a twist it. off. It is a twist off. Which does no not automatically make it inferior. It doesn't make it inferior, but I I appreciate a you know not twist off. Is the M on the top for M hops? Presumably. Well, actually, or Mustang. or Mustang. Yeah, there's a picture of a horse in the middle of the M, so okay. it must so be it's Mustang. Mustang. Okay. Very gentle pop. All right. That actually nice. sounded amazing in the mic. <laughs> all right, good. <laughs> first thing all, all right. So, uh, first sip. <laughs> the first thing I'm getting out of it is... Um, it's a very nutty... <laughs> nutty taste. No, not it's nutty. nutty. <laughs> it's a bit nutty. That's because it is shit, Austin. What do you, what do you think, doctor? It's, uh, for a beer called Mmm Hops, it actually the first thing I think you taste is the hops. Mmm. So let's, let me pass it over to JB. Maybe when we do this for the next round, the person should drink it while the other person is talking. So we don't have like that would be a yeah. portion. Just drink loudly. Um, we, we went to the seminar where they were talking about uh, Did that their beer the plans. No, it didn't. Oh, crap. Um, and uh, apparently they have a they witty ideas of. Brewing beer, other styles of beer, and uh, doing puns on their songs. Like their next one would be "Stouted Out." Are Honestly, you gonna, the only I, one that anyone's going to get is mm Hops" because that's not no, true. That's, that you would that you would be surprised. We there was this seminar. I believe was at ten a.m. and we got there. I'd say by nine thirty, nine forty-five, and we were already too far back for. Uh, I, I, I believe that they have a fan base, and that the fan base was in. Miami, where people retire. Uh, Orlando? Orlando. 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 People don't but, retire uh, in Orlando. It's like Pensacola. Yeah, something. I'm thinking Miami. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's Orlando. Just Orlandoers? Orlandians? Orlandians? Anyways, I just, I feel Try to be I'm, I'm, I'm Try to fucking be it. <laughs> you, shut up, abstinence. <laughs> abstinence? <laughs> I think we're talking about completely <laughs> different things. I will say my review of it really quick, since Berto is drinking it, and I'll just say a quick thing. Uh, Man, you don't have to chug the whole a, thing. For a beer called Mm Hops, it mm. didn't have a striking hop, like a striking hoppiness. To right. It. There's it does. There's a hop there's flavor, no but there's it's, no bitterness. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't have those sort of bitter yeah. hop. But it is a pale ale. It's not an IPA. True. I don't know what that means. Well, See, IPAs are characteristically far more bitter than your standard pale ale. It's, it's, it's smoother than I would anticipate ale. a hop 
a hops beer thing. Like, well, I mean, it has a solid hop flavor. You're not getting a lot of barley or wheat notes out of it. I will say maybe we're reading too much into the name, which they clearly chose purely for branding purposes. It is a great marketing. Out the get-go. I don't know if this is available in New York State yet. You might be able to order it, but I know, you know, laws are laws. Here's a follow-up question. Dime, will you no, try it? Absolutely not. Even just for flavor? No. Follow-up, follow-up. Does anyone here have Ebola? <laughs> Um, it's not something we can well, joke about, too, unfortunately. Too current. I'm not editing. That one's fine. I don't need to edit that one out. It's a current topic that I think everyone should be concerned with. It's true. It's true. Especially people who are just in a giant convention center in New York City. So yeah, mm hops, records. It's an all right beer. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. not bad. Records, I usually don't music. like super hoppy beers, and I did not mind it. It was pretty smooth. Yeah, it's um, you know, it's. It is not your basic watered down American beer. Mm-hmm. It is a craft beer. It you know, it doesn't blow me away, but not uh, bad. What are their names? Uh, Taylor Isaac and what's the third one? Uh, Jim Bob Jim Bob Hansen. Jim Bob I- Isaac? Praise to him, Jim Bob. Taylor Isaac Isaac Zach. Zach, all right. Zach, he right? was the little one. Silent partner, am I right? Wait, which one was which? Uh, Taylor is the main singing the one. girl? That was Taylor. Taylor? The one that everyone thought was a, a chick, right? I, I don't know about that. I thought they were all chicks <laughs> you, for you a don't while. Know about that. <laughs> I, Isaac is the oldest one. Guitar player. Guitar player. Yeah, yeah. And Zach's the drummer. Zach's the drummer, the youngest. Okay. And then... Oh, that's weird. Who's the other one? That's it. There's only three. So Taylor, Isaac, and Zach. Taylor. Uh, Taylor's keyboards. Keyboards, keyboards and, and tambourine. Looked, and looked like a girl. Oh, look, it was girl. early adolescence. You can't help. On that first well, album, like, they all know, looked no, and I'm sounded saying, like women. Well, all I'm, well they were, they they were, were like pre- 13. Yeah, but yeah, what man. I'm saying is I think a lot of guys thought that he was a chick, and there were guys like, oh, my God, that chick from Hanson, she's cute. And you know, it turns out it's not a chick. No, I didn't oh. think our first podcast would focus on Hanson as much as it has. Well, you wanted to drink mm, I'm hops. a little disappointed. <laughs> I feel like there should be a tagline, like, you know, <laughs> we put the mmm in mmm hops or... Something. You know what I think about the beer? We put the bop in your hop. I think it was. There you go. We put there the dop bop in your hop. Move it up and you'll hop. bop, blop. As far as the beer goes, I think it was okay. Mm, you you seriously <laughs> gave me the look to drop that? And there's a sound little, bite. little nugget of, of knowledge. You're welcome. Thank you. Thanks. So next time on the next Dark Side podcast, we're we'll gonna have Dark a Side uh, records podcast. Mm. Thank you, wrestling <laughs> announcer. We're gonna have a record store day Black Friday edition. Mm-hmm. For people who don't know, uh, Black Friday is the second day associated with Record Store Day when uh, independent retailers get access to exclusive pressings of records and CDs and really other goodies. And also, ex- let's not forget that Black Friday will be the first chance for you to get your first ever Dark Side Records limited edition T-shirt. Right, that's true. Right, we've we had, didn't we even announced talk about our that contest. Yeah, we announced our winner that we had a design contest in August, and uh, congratulations again to Ian. Ian mm-hmm. Caldwell, Caldwell is right. his name. And, well done. Uh, I think he has an art page on Facebook. Which, check him out. Yeah, check it out. It's a really cool design. And I guess thank you to people who voted. Yeah, thanks. A lot of people voted. I think more people voted than we thought would vote. And it was close. It, it was, was close. very, very close. It was neck and neck, back and forth between. Uh, I don't know the else two. Feel we should have discussed this earlier. 
Yeah, it kind of no. feels like, you know. Doctor! Look, it's just, what happens, happens. Get your cane and storm away angstily. I'm going to get in my TARDIS and go back in time and fix this shit. <laughs> if only. Uh, mm, hops. <laughs> Find us online. <laughs> Facebook.com slash DarksideRecordsPK. Instagram. PK standing for Poughkeepsie, of course. Yep. Mm, hops is so much worse when you gargle it. I'm just going to go out there and say on that. On Twitter, it's at DarksideRecords with a Z at the end. And also on Instagram at DarksideRecordsPK. Uh, and the main website, of course, darksiderecordsandgallery.com. And if you actually listened this far... Which you probably didn't. Thank you. Just thank you. <laughs> and we'll be better next time. I thought we for probably sure, won't. I thought for sure you were going to say, Hey, if you listen this far, you get a 10% off coupon for saying the word... Floppity-doo! <laughs> <laughs> if you come in and say floppity-doo, with the same inflection that Daryl just used... Floppity-doo. <laughs> I'll, I'll honor that, actually, because I, no I one is going to. Yes, I will back that. <laughs> well, I guess it really depends on how... Um, how Floppity-doo much... gets you 10% off one item. What done? One item. Good. Right. And I guess that all depends on how uh, how much gets put on the butcher block for this podcast. Because if, we... if you made it through an hour and a half, you deserve that 10% off. <laughs> Thanks. And on that note... Floppity-doo. <laughs> Really, that's your idea of sticking the landing. <laughs> Stick that landing right up your ass. Daryl's Mike. So Thanks All for listening. Us, oh, you fine. You could. You do it. You do it. Thanks for listening. Well, uh, you for, can find out for Justin, Roberto, and JB. This has been the Dark Side Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>